You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thanks for joining me for another Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. My next guests represent a widely recognized cannabis line of flowers, G-pens, exclusive merchandise, and lifestyle products. And they most recently announced a partnership position to take the brand on its way to global expansion. Products are said to be sold at top dispensaries across the nation, gaining access to 22 states and 15 countries. Right now, I'm joined by the co-founders of Gumbo Brands, Luca Brasi and Alexis Major. Thanks for being on with us, folks. Thank you for yes, having sir. us. Thanks for Thank having you. Us. Thank you for having us. How's it going, guys? Doing good. I want to ask you about last November. A lot of people were looking to go ahead and partner with Burner and the folks at Cookies. Well, that has happened. And I mentioned at the top of the show that that's who Gumbo Brands has partnered with. And Luca, when you talked about this, you had said that uniting Cookies and Gumbo just made sense. We all share the same values when it comes to helping others producing quality products and expanding our footprint while still keeping it true to the culture. Anyway, I can tell you it's been tough to get in touch with Burner because I mean, even though we can find him on Twitter and he can work on albums and he can work on expansions and, you know, putting new stores out there and seeing a product out there alone, it's like, he is tough to go ahead and pin down. How did you do it? And how did you make this relationship? Um, I think it, the, the relationship was just organic. And I believe that everything is timing. Like you said, last November, uh, Bernard was going through something very detrimental to his life and his health, fighting cancer. And um, he decided to call on Gumbo to really do like the the footwork and, you know, be the at the forefront of the culture, which we are. So to answer your question, it was just all God given to us. And um, it was just a great experience. And um, we just, very elated to be a part of the cookies family and uh, having our hard work pay off and, and, and being everywhere. Like you said, 22 countries, 15 states. So it's just like, it's, everything is organic brother to answer your question. So it was very organic for us. And uh Bernard came to us. 
Did I miss anything, Alexis? No. Go ahead, Alexis, please. Um, yeah. Well, it's 22 states, 15 countries um, that we're launching into. Um, you know, each each place that we go into, we have to make sure we cultivate the flower in that region. So um, we learned a lot. We've learned that, you know, it takes time. You have to have a lot of patience. Um, but we just thank um, Burner for the opportunity. Um, and you know, we're moving forward and in, into different markets and even markets that cookie is is not in. So, I mean, it's just been a whirlwind and we're just happy to we're happy that people have seen our hard work and have recognized that and want to do business with us. So what got the attention of a cookies or a burner to go ahead and say, let's go ahead and work together and let's collaborate? Well, one of the things that you did to really stand out being an East Coast brand is in Elizabeth, New Jersey, over the 420 holiday you hosted a gumbo pop-up and live event and it was one of the first ever 420 market uh markets and concerts ever put together in new jersey having vendors showcasing various cannabis infused products and strains food vendors plus the highlight of live concert you had uh, various artists from moneybag yo's bread gang level chinese kitty lola brook ytb fat trip star and moneybag yo himself performed alongside Headliners, Fat Joe, Rima, and Jadakiss. So the New York rap community, well represented out there. What is it about? Because obviously with, with when it comes to rap music all in general, there was a long time where, you know, into the 90s, we had a lot of segmentation. And New York, obviously, the home of where it all oh. fostered. And then coming to, you know, current day and still having that kind of a presence and being able to go ahead and bring out such a large turnout for this event. Talk to me about that and putting that together. I mean, honestly, you know, because we are the culture and we are, you know, the biggest, especially on the East coast, it, it's pretty, it's not really hard for us to bring out the culture. It's not hard for us to obtain um, artists to come perform at our events uh, we're really proud of it. It's actually cultivated into a situation where we have our own dispensary opening up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. We got, you know, the eyes and ears of the community and they liked um, the turnout and they also liked how we did business. So therefore, it's cultivated um, new relationships and new opportunities. And I feel like if as long as you do correct business and you bring everybody along the way and you help others, um, you see the fruits of your labor um pretty prettily like pretty quickly but now making those relationships within the community that's i mean it's a lot what to get into with music and to get those kind of stars together because they were also it was appreciation for being a part it wasn't just some kind of a gig it was the fact that they're also part of this they also want to be a part and partner with you on this is it before gumbo even came around can you give me a little bit of background on where both of you uh came in and brought yourselves into doing gumbo brands together? It was an organic thing. We both, you know, had our own businesses, but, um, you know, Luca is a fine connoisseur of marijuana. I had previously owned a dispensary, so it, it was only um, destined for us to, you know, team up and do our cannabis brand. And I feel like the reason why we are the culture and people gravitate towards us and want to be a part of our greatness is because we are the biggest. And also we're very, um, we're five, you know what I mean? Like, um, we're not doing, we didn't get into this business to obtain wealth. Um, we really did it to help people, um, wean off of opiates 
and help um, athletes and entertainers with opiate addiction. So when you go into um, a business with putting others first and others' needs and, and, and correcting a problem, I feel like people gravitate towards that because there's nothing but positivity in that. But there's a lot of exposure that those celebrities bring into the and, space, and, and they and have and a also, reason to get together. Go ahead, Luca. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And also to add on to Alexis, uh, Gumbo started as an idea that we brought together communities of people that were hurt from the war on drugs, athletes that needed pain, and uh, you know, those opiates just to get by. What we decided to do is just take Gumbo like as our baby, as our legacy. You know, we started on the streets, like Alexis said, with our own businesses. And um, anything that we would do, it would be legal, and we were always hands-on. From sports with Alexis to music with me, and now we, you know, we, we, we're forfeiting the head of fashion, and we're also going to do gumbo films. So this is just the uh, fabric and the work stayed dedicated and committed to, and it just paid off to be our baby, like I said, and you know, when you work with friends and friends of friends, you want to focus full time on one thing. And that's what we did. And we focused on a cannabis brand, which you now call Gumbo. Well, that's what I was asking. The background yeah. that you both come from, that you're able to go and integrate with this great idea, with this brand, and bring so many different notable people into the space to go ahead and work together to get more exposure, to get the voice out louder. To everyone after what's already been done, but then coming together and putting this project together and doing that. One of the other areas. Yeah, we knew, part, go ahead. Yeah, we knew that we had to go all in and make Gumball our number one priority because that's what the people ask for. You know, the people they create the demand and we just followed up with the great product. But also to um, you know, to answer your question, we were able to pull in uh, a lot of celebrities because they're our friends. They're people that we hang out with. We have Thanksgiving with and things of that nature. We're seasoned veterans of, of the business world. We're in our forties. So, you know, our contact list has grown throughout the years with me being starting as a, as an intern at Def Jam and with Luca being well known and respected in the streets on 145th with people like, Beyonce to Jay-Z coming just to check him out because, right. you know, he sold CDs and things of that nature. I mean, our uh, lineage is, you know, knitted into the fabric of of rap culture and cannabis culture, you know, so wonderful, wonderful you've been able to go and take that and bring it full circle to this. And I want to take a minute to go and talk about who you've already collaborated and you've already partnered with so far. So at the moment. You also uh, recently now have a partnership with Rap Snacks, the popular brand known as the official snack of hip hop. Yeah, seen those. It's amazing how much that's blown up on the store shelves. And you've worked with rap stars like Meek Mill, Little Meech, Nori, Migos, Davies, Fabulous, and others. You've partnered with. You also, and we mentioned not just music, but also in sports. Uh, most recently, boxing champion Javante Davis ahead of his recent knockout victory over Ryan Garcia. Also on April 20, uh, 420 weekend in Las Vegas. And it was a prize fight that was built, which was a big fight. Doesn't get any better than this. Now, this is where it, what it comes from. It's like, okay, they're just not just friends. They also want to do business with you. And they have done business with you. You know, um, we don't have a lot of um, people that we're friends with that we don't do business with. You know, business is our hobby. You know what I mean? And we like to be around like-minded individuals that like to also 
grow businesses. You know, we all have families. We all have um, people that we take care of and communities that we are vested in. So we feel it's only right to keep pushing that needle within our culture, within our people to help others also gain financial freedom. You know what I mean? So in order to do that, just like Fat Joe has gone back into his community and opened stores to employ people in his community. That's what gumbo is. That's what we stand on. So, you know, that's that's the people we surround ourselves with. So when you name certain celebrities, you'll see certain relationships last longer than others because you have people like Moneybag Yo that go back to Memphis and open up a a fine dining establishment and hire his whole block. You know what I mean? That's that's what we stand on. We stand on helping others. That's why Gumbo grows. Gumbo grows by word of mouth because there's so many people that are touched by it that gain jobs and financial freedom. So once you always stand on that and you're here just to, you're here to help others and not just yourself, it's going to grow like rapid fire because other people, the word of mouth is still going to be stronger than any other um, thing that you can you can think of. I mean. Even when you type something on Twitter, it's still word of mouth when other people co-sign it. You know what I mean? When other people repost and retweet and all these things, it's still word of mouth. It's people saying, no, listen, these people are doing exactly what they say they're going to do. And they surround themselves with people that are doing the same thing for their communities. It's it's built on love, really. And the point you make is proof positive. When it comes to everybody wanting to talk about diversity, equity, inclusion. It's not something to just force right in. I think when you bring in somebody and you have a position and you have a voice for yourself and you're able to go and continue to go ahead and not only use that for good, for as much good as you can, but also bringing other people back into the fold. Again, giving back. Always a part of anybody who's successful gives back, is charitable. It's also thinking about trying to bring people much like their same plight, their same journey, their same uh, feelings of, of where they, they don't have to really feel like there's any disenfranchisement or being oppressed. It's always about if somebody has a seat at the table, you replace someone with another someone that is similar, like-minded to you at that table. It's always a matter of pulling people in and always, if somebody finds success, bring people along for that ride or have them come along so they can also have that path carved out for them to be able to do so. I really believe that. And that's, one of those things I think it gets a little bit lost in the shuffle, but that's what you've done. And for the, the those people that have been famous to know and always remember to go back to you because of business, the business habit that you have and making sure you came along because as you said yourself, it's not just friends. It's almost always friends you work with have been people you've done business with and it's just serious. So they fall back up. And you followed along that path and look what's gone so far. So let's talk more about this. I'm here with the co-founders of Gumbo Brands, Luca Brazzi and Alexis Major here mm-hmm. on Blunt Business. We're back after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. 
I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're back on Blunt Business with Luca Brasi, Alexis Major, co-founders of Gumbo Brands. And oh, we want to go and take a look at the website while we're in the conversation. It's thegumboshop.com, thegumboshop.com. Before the break, we were talking about when it comes to friends working in businesses and also community-based work and giving back to the community. You both started Gumbo to nurture community-based wealth through creativity and culture and helping people achieve a sense of ease and wellness through top-tier cultivars and the power of the cannabis plant. And being one of the first Black-owned cannabis companies in New York, your continued success creates aspirations from the community in regards to ownership. So what I want to find out is now, being in the environment where New York has been greenlit this year, 2023, for adult-use cannabis, and seeing all these different shops coming into play, I wanted to just get your take, both of you, on what has been the environment for Black-owned businesses, Black-owned cannabis businesses in New York State and the possibilities that the social equity program or just standalone entrepreneurship has had so far in New York State. I honestly feel like, um, you know, they're trying their best to uh, level the playing field. And, you know, there are some Black cannabis um, uh, dispensary owners. I think they were the first ones to open in New York um, mm-hmm. City. Um, and and I, and congratulations to them. I think that's amazing. However, there are a lot of people that are a part of that program that don't have the means to cultivate their licenses. So even though they were awarded licenses due to, um, you know, cannabis crimes and things of that nature, um, a lot of them don't have the funds to be able to really um, make an impact in the community. And, you know, me and Luca had taken it up upon ourselves to help people that wanted to be a part of the culture that were impacted. Um, and we did it in before New York decided to do it. And we and we did it as the martyrs um, to to the industry. You know what I mean? Maybe um, it wasn't the smartest thing to do, but we did it. And um, we're proud that we've helped people, you know, come along the way and you know, build financial freedom and also be on shelf in different dispensaries throughout the United States. You know, this is what we wanted to do. And um, when, you know, Luca and I put our mind to something, we just do it. We don't try to do anything. We just make it happen. So as you said, Alexis, New York State is trying to do their best. One of the things they just recently did was the State Cannabis Control Board recently voted to approve the Office of Cannabis Management's New York Social equity and economic plan and this plan approves another 50 conditional adult retail dispensary licenses or caurds and 
also approves revised adult use regulations, outlines the new enforcement powers granted in the fiscal budget for 2024, and approves one additional laboratory testing permit. So they're trying to add more. It's not a lot. But again, I've talked to different companies here that have talked about the New York market. You know, when you have the licensing coming in and then the issues of permits, inspections, oh, we can let you open a pop-up, soft opening, got to inspect again, then open up. It's been a lot of red tape going around. Plus, what I've also heard a lot about is just to get the licensing and to get the paperwork done for it and where some companies and consultants have charged a lot, which is really kind of just pricing out particular entrepreneurs to even just get started because of how much, what are trying to go through the program as opposed to trying to go in like find private funding. Uh, do you think plants like this where, okay, another 50 license is great, but it is still a slow throttling, struggling process to get through from what you know of uh, those entrepreneurs that are trying to open up dispensaries and maybe they, I'm sure they've probably come to you because you've had your own dispensary. What have you been seeing has been, you know, looking at it from your perspective about opening up and what's been available for certain companies out there to go ahead and be able to go ahead and take advantage of these licenses. Um, honestly, you know, there, that's great that they are awarding more licenses. However, you know, people don't have the funds to cultivate the licenses. So therefore, um, there has to be some level of grants awarded to these people. You know what I mean? There has to be some money set aside for these people to be able to, you know, get into the business. Once they're into the business, there will be people like Luca and I will, that will lend you know, our know-how and also our genetics so that they will have the best selling thing in their stores. We're willing to do that. However, you know, um, I don't know of any cultivators that are a part of that program. Like how many people that come out of prison or have cannabis crimes can afford to have, uh, you know, a grow facility? There's none right. really. So, you know, uh, when it comes to lending our genetics and being able to grow our genetics in a state so that it can be on shelf, that's the hard process because not only do you have to have the license and you have to have money, you also have to have a good cultivator, you know, that can grow the cannabis to the level of which consumers want to purchase. So yeah. it's it's not an easy thing. You have big companies that are worth billions um, that have licenses out of New York State that maybe they're not doing so well. That's why, you know, the cannabis um, dispensaries and business and especially in New York City isn't doing so well because they're cultivating um, cannabis that isn't the greatest. You know what yeah. I mean? So do you buy it from the guy, the dispensary, or are you going to go to your regular guy? Because, you know, the stuff on shelf isn't up to par because like I said, people don't have that type of money. And then the people that do, they want to do volume and they just want to, you know, throw things up at the wall and see what sticks instead of like really bringing and then, in. Really and, mm -hmm. and then I'm sorry to cut you off, but so what happens is you get this weed that's supposed to be indoor good weed and you just have it on the shelf for all of these months. So when people go to it's stale and they don't like it and it's bad. There's a lot the going on over there that's channels, just not, you know, things could yeah. be better. I'll tell you when I was in New York city uh, back in March, looking at all the stores, there's a lot of head shops really kind of giving a lot of confusion. 
when they're showing, okay, here's a green leaf on there. Look, we're selling this and that. Here's a Delta nine, whatever. I don't even know where it's coming from. Meanwhile, there, listen, there is a lot that's being done where you are seeing new dispensaries opening up under that social equity, like housing works and smack village, all trying to work themselves up. And then there's obviously the crackdown that New York PD, uh, NYPD has to go and come in to take down all these different portable trucks and vans and all these other illicit marketers out there, which are just illicit in hand. But then we're talking about legacy operators. We're talking about those that were selling beforehand that were putting out good quality product before the legal cannabis market came in even to play, even before medical. But they're still being held out of being in here. So yeah, it's part of the thing where I've heard, you know, for enough <laughs> enough organizations out there talking about where legacy operators being left out of the conversation. And so we still don't have an answer for that. And as, as New York State even offered, you know, a chance for those legacy operators to come in and say, hey, listen, you know, we can let you in, fall, abide by these new, our new standards, and you're up and running. Is, it, is the door open for them a bit more? Has, has there been a more of an outcry for that? Because we've heard from different organizations. We had Urban Aroma on and John Monopoly talk about this, uh, along with everyone of Dead Prez, talk about this specifically because I asked them about it. And we're still waiting to go and find out where's the where's the response back where's the conversation if we have a conversation that has started so far i mean to be honest with you i think we all know that the way that this is being rolled out is it looks pretty right it yeah. looks like it's helpful to the community but realistically all it is is being rolled out to be taken over by the same Dwayne reed walgreens cvs it's it's yeah. we we see it we, we you know we're not we're not you know, we're all smart individuals, right? So we know what's going on. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, maybe see, maybe these big people will, you know, work closely with us to restore order. You know what I mean? With within something that they're stealing from us, but at the same time, they say that you get uh, a license for having cannabis crimes, but it seems like they're going to start uh, charging people with cannabis crimes again. Once those big, big guys get their hands and feet, you know, into the game and they're, you know, it's costing them money to have people selling in the street. So it's just going to, it seems like it's going to go back to the old situation. You know, it's really interesting how you said that, because when I think about if you want to have cannabis sold properly, especially to say in Manhattan, well, for example, when you have, okay, if you want coffee, it's Dunkin' and Starbucks and they got them every other block. If you want, if you need to go to a drugstore, you got Dwayne Reed or CVS every other block. Banks, same thing across the board. Cannabis has to be able to get to that point in order to really thrive, especially in New York City. And that should be the same in all the other boroughs in the same way. But to get to that level, it's a matter of where you might have to play with a corporate or an MSO that's going to try to create that kind of environment. But unfortunately, are they going to have the best interest at hand? And you know, will it also be like you said, it might look nice, it might look pretty, but it also sounds like it's being performative than actually being active and being very intrusive to actually help out the community more than it is just kind of still monetizing and making their bottom line. I mean, at the end of the day, there's not much we're going to be able to do. If you take a walk, we just were in New York City and we took a walk. We took a nice 30 minute walk. And when you look at the storefronts of New York City, they're the same over and over. There's no mom and pops left in any business. No. 
No. So why would we think in cannabis they're going to make this exception for us? It's not going to happen. No, and you're right. So what is there going to do about that? That's the part where it's a matter of you you create an environment, you create something which has such a response and people just say it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a matter of convenience. It's like we need to go there because of the of how good the quality of the product is, who's talking about it, and why should we go? And that's where it comes in. We're having the influencers, having the celebrities be able to go ahead and vouch and be a part when you need them on board to go and help you get the word out. That is the way to go and counteract when you can't be one of these big MSOs or, or one of these big corporations that can go ahead and just, you know, populate the entire, you know, all of New York City to go ahead and be able to make this possible. So Listen, this thing, go ahead. In a perfect world, this is how I see it. And this is where I think someone should go with gumbo. This is this is how Luca and I see it. We are the supreme of of cannabis. Supreme brands. Okay? Yeah. So, therefore, if when we get the opportunity to go public, we will then circle back and be able to give funding to all the original people of cannabis. We push the envelope so that we can be one of the big dogs to come back and, and bless everybody with the bag so that they can help cultivate the most ultimate cannabis situation that is possible. Because the only way we're going to have the best quality bud and the best quality situation is if we circle back for all the legacy market people that have made it happen for 20, 30 years. Right, right. Period. That's the only way this can work. Agreed. But and I'll if nobody is smart enough to do that, shame on them because they're going to get, they're just going to put out product that is going to sell mediocre when they really could take over the world. Inferior inferior product but i'll tell you what you're counteracting with the marketing is fantastic it's you're you're using you're also tapping into quite a, a lot of marketing avenues that what i'll tell you this i think that a lot of companies might not be able to use because when it comes to an urban community when it comes to the community that is that, that embraces the culture of rap music and embraces you know sports there's something to be said about where you go and one of those places is radio and nobody ever thinks about, oh, radio could still be a wonderful, you know, outlet or, uh, or as, a, as a beacon of being able to get that word out. But we're going to talk about where you've worked with one of the most legendary music stations in the country and you've partnered with them. We're going to talk about that. Plus, also get a look at what you're going on when it comes to the line of products. Again, I'm here with Luca Brasi, Alexis Major, co-founders of Gumbo Brands, the website. The is there you go. The gumboshop.com. Make sure to check that out when we go to break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Back with final questions with Luca Brasi, Alexis Major, Gumbo Brands, and the GumboShop.com is the website. Uh, real quickly, I got to ask you about this. I still remember when I was old enough where we couldn't, if I wanted to hear rap music, you know, especially in my market where I live, not too far from Miami, you know, it took until the mid 90s for a station to go ahead and go all rap. But many years before, you had Hot 97 that switched from the dance freestyle kind of feel to it into rap. 24 hours a day. You know, we and- have a radio station on Hot 97, right? Fly Trap Radio every Monday night from 12 to 2. Well, that's what I was going to ask about. Gumbo Studios via Fly Trap Radio and Hot 97. I mean, it's still the one thing is that the urban stations, black owned radio stations, still have a great voice because if you're not, there's an audience, they'll still, for whatever reason, still wants to go ahead and listen to radio has not completely swayed away to streaming. It's like there's still something about where community is community minded. Still, there's still a purpose for it. You don't have these automated stations with people voice tracking all over the place, and especially mine where I'm at. We have that here the same way with hot one Oh five and 99 champs, but how on hot 97 yeah. still extremely important and still can get the word out, especially with your product. So talk to me about being able to get this airtime because it's very valuable, especially you can really do this anywhere else but New York City. Well, I'll be honest, you know, um, partnering with Hot 97 and having our radio show has been an eye-opening experience. Um, We, you know, have tried to uh, bring a lot of different new artists up, you know, help the kids um, get their music out. Also, you know, um, help the kids experience gumbo and what what we're trying to do for our community and also um, letting them know that, in order to be successful, you have to embrace community. So we've opened up this platform to, you know, let them have a place to showcase their their art, you know? And I think it was really important to do that because we're really losing these kids to opiate addiction. And for a cannabis brand to um, lend this platform to help them cultivate their careers, I thought that was like, you know, the right thing to do. Um, you know, Hot 97 is a household name. Gumbo is on the way to be a household name for years and years. So we just felt it was a good fit. And um, we're we're happy with it. You know, we're we're happy with what we've been able to do for the kids in the community of New York City. Uh, the new rappers that are up and coming that have been able to come on and interview and even teach them how to interview and you know, get that experience. So um, it's been hard too, because, you know, there still are rules that we can't say certain things. So, you know, it hasn't been really helpful to our brand because we're not really able to say our brand over the radio. But what we've done is we've just pivoted and tried to use it to help the community and help these new artists uh, flourish into, you know, superstars and, you know, create 
financial freedom for them within their craft. It's still an important place to play. And it's like, because I guess with the market, just where, where do you go to try to get the word out? Because of, of the limitations of advertising, limitations of what you're not allowed to say. Yeah. It's tough. But like I said, working with radio here, uh, out of curiosity, I know that they have the summer jam every year. Is that something that being affiliated with a station, is there any chance Gumbo is going to be able to go and be able to participate in the upcoming summer jam concert coming up? Well, we're working on that now, but however, there's still a lot of things that you can't because they are a big corporate company yeah. that they can't put out. So, you know, something I, I think that, you know, people have a perception that they can cut corners and will be able to do certain things, but, you know, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. violations are violations. We're not going to put Hot 97 in a situation where, yeah. you know, they're shut down because they, you know, because we are screaming marijuana all over the airways, you know, even though it's after hour, um, you know, I think the city of New York acts like they're more accepting of marijuana than they really are. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things will be taken down over time, but it, it's just a long process. It's just a really long process. We try to be in front of a lot of things, but, you know, um, a lot of promises are always made when it comes to new uh, things, especially that help the people. And, Look at Joe Biden promised he was going to pardon a bunch of people that had oh, cannabis yeah. and they're still in jail. No, you know, no. while while big corporate companies and governments are making money, they're still our brothers and sisters locked up behind the walls for cannabis crimes. So that's just another example of, you know, this not being organized and we're not getting what we're being promised. Well, that's D.C. in general. I mean, no, there was also, you know, we can talk about the Safe Banking Act, the Safe Advertising Act. Yeah. Where there's the rule of trying to go and allow uh, advertising for cannabis on radio, TV, and and billboards. They're trying to get that in the House passed it last July. Never got any farther than that. So we right. all we can do is just wait. But you know, it's also well, it's lobbying dollars that really make any kind of noise over there. And this is where they also part where you know that's the, that's the large part of the cannabis industry itself. Where if you're only spending you know so many millions of dollars and big pharma can spend 20 times more than they can. And that's cannabis along with tobacco and alcohol supporting the lobby. They're just not in the getting the word across. The money's just not getting to the policymakers. That's why they haven't made any changes yet. That's just how yeah, it is. So just imagine gumbo with those type of budgets, what type of marketing we could do. We do the best we can with what we have. Sure. You know, and thank God for the relationships we have that give us a crazy reach, you know, and thank God we're the culture. Because if we didn't have any of those things, it would it wouldn't be to the level that it is. But thank God, God has blessed us with you know the right relationships. They've blessed us with young people growing with us and um, understanding that we're here to help. And I think they are all gravitating towards us because they know that our word is real, and we and we do what we say we're going to do. Yep. And a lot of people and companies don't do that. So I, I I think that's really the success of Gumbo. Let's go ahead and take one more time. I mentioned the website, thegumboshop.com. And there's various collections, the Little Meech collection, the Nori collection, Lopper, Gumbo itself. If you can, just let me through a couple of the highlights real quick and how people can go ahead and stay connected with you and, and again, where they can go ahead and be able to get their hands on the products. 
So, um, you know, if you um, go to any cookies location, uh, most likely you'll be able to buy gumbo. Um, you also can go to the gumbo shop.com. You uh, we also have another site that is about to launch with all of our merch. I know everyone's so been so on top of us about getting the merch because they only see celebrities in it. Um, that will be launching um, shortly. We also can be, you can um, contact us at Alexis Major for Luca. It's flytrap underscore big gumbo. And um, we answer every DM and every uh, phone call to our social media. So um, if you can't get in contact with us through those places, it's, it's almost impossible. We answer every DM. All right. Fantastic. I appreciate you going taking both of you time to go and talk to me here on the program. Again, join with Luca Brasi, Alexis Major, co-founders of Gumbo Brands. And best of luck to you both. And let's definitely go and Thank keep the doors so open much. for and I'll see how things go along. And just I want to be able to go and continue to go and follow the track of where both of you take this brand and uh, the heights you take it to. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and cannabisradio.com. Thank you so much. And thank you folks for listening to another Blunt Business. We'll talk to you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.